Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Welcome back to another episode of PM in the AM, a comedy podcast for listeners of all ages. Each week we go into different topics we find on the internet. Any weird thing that we come across, we give it to you guys. This is Blake Bushman, and I'm joined by my co-host, Porter McNeely, every week as we strive to bring you a half hour of humor. Excellent job, Blake. That might have been your best read yet. I mean, here's the thing. When you remind me about half a second before we press the record button that I will be the one doing the intro, it's just pure panic. I I black out. I have no idea what I'm saying. I just hope that when I come across the other side, you're saying good things. I'm definitely giving that your best intro so far score. So that's uh, definitely a lot of progress there. I think you did leave out a couple of important pieces. No, uh, there was that nothing was left. This podcast, no, you left out the most important <laughs> part. This podcast is designed to make you laugh out loud no matter where you're listening. And you also mm-hmm. forgot to ask me a very important question. And I feel a little bit offended because I ask you it every week. Well, Porter, I will ask you, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Blake. I uh, appreciate you asking, and, and that actually uh, reminds me. I did want to uh, bring something up this week, and I, you know, I've been working hard all summer long, and so I kind of had work on my mind this week. And you remember a classic TV show that involved work, like you know, this probably came out like 2010. Hey, it the was Toolman Taylor. What was that? That's that's earlier than that. That is a good show that also involved work. I'm talking Undercover Boss, Blake. Did you ever watch that show, dude? Yeah, I get. I get little clips across my social media all the time still. I love it. Dude, it is the best. So this week, me and my wife were kind of binging a little bit, and we actually came upon the episode where they, uh, the under the CEO of Hooters goes undercover. And so we were just watching. That is the cringiest episode of all time. Put on some short shorts? No, but it was funny because he's like, at the beginning, he's like, I think it's it's fine for women to work here. I would let my daughters work here. And then he goes to like one of the restaurants, you know, within like the first five minutes of the show and the manager's just like treating them horribly, objectifying them as much as humanly possible. And he's like, you know what? Maybe I should take that comment back. It's just funny that I was thinking of Undercover Boss. And I want to ask you, I don't know if this is just me or if there's other people out there. Did you ever, you know, you were working at a job, one of those big companies, and you just wished every day you'd walk in, you're like, maybe today's the day that the boss is going to be here. They're going to say, hey, this guy with a Velcro mustache is here filming a documentary on entry-level jobs or whatever it is. Did you ever Did you ever like secretly hope that was going to happen, or was that just me? Oh, all the time, because I felt really, not because I was confident in my working ability. And now I really enjoy my job. But back, you know, when I was working at like the, this big company, I was, you know, doing other stuff. I wasn't particularly fond of it, and so... My effort levels may not have been 100% there, (laughs) but had I thought that, you know, if there was an old man that mysteriously started one day, I was going to be the nicest dude to this guy because I thought for sure I would be able to catch it. Like, there's not a doubt in my mind that they would be able to mysteriously introduce some new worker the same day that they're starting to film a documentary and you bring the cameras out man i i'll start to shine i would have been doing 14 different jobs at once i would have ended up as the vp of operations but not only that you have to add in the 17 tragedies that have happened to your family oh, yeah and yeah. that way at the end of the show all of a sudden the ceo is like because of your dedication we're just going to write you this check for fifty thousand dollars because your toenail is hurting you mm-hmm. and i you know that's that was always the dream for me. So that's funny that we can relate on that. Yeah. We thought the same thing. It's it's funny that we bring this up because not I mean, this was just a couple of days ago. I saw a clip of Undercover Boss where this dude obviously had been tipped off that the boss was coming in. Like he was 
100% aware. This dude was working so hard. Uh, he was at this amusement park, and you would not believe the lengths this guy was going through. And then he, like, sat down with them for lunch, and he was just, like, pouring his heart out to him. He's just like, you know, uh, uh, theme parks aren't just a job to me. It's a lifestyle. Like, it's my passion. <laughs> I love it. And he pulled out, a, like, an iPad. That he had made a 3D rendering of this idea he had for a No way. Story. And, like, what? Because <laughs> he had to have known that it was the boss. Because if he didn't, and he just first day is pulling out these models of roller coasters that he had made to show off to his coworkers. <laughs> like, apparently, according to the uh, comments on the video, that guy is now high up in the ownership of that theme park. So it paid off for him. <laughs> That's all I bet. <laughs> meanwhile, every other janitor at that park that didn't have the opportunity to, you know, get two weeks notice, they're like, yeah, by the way, this guy that has a fairly similar haircut to our CEO, except for they shaved the sides a little bit, he's coming in and they're filming a documentary about getting a job when you're 75 in the custodial industry. Like the excuses were always so dumb. Have you that, uh, ever been working somewhere and looked up a picture of what the CEO looks like? Just, just so you have a leg up on the competition with the time that comes. Dang, that's smart. I feel like I feel stupid for never having done that. Even though the whole time I was just wishing that the CEO would just come through. I guess actually when we worked, when I worked at Enterprise, the car rental place, I did know what their CEO was like because I was sure that I was going to be vacuuming cars, cleaning them out, spraying them down. And then the CEO was going to be, I was sure at that job it was going to happen. <laughs> Unfortunately, never did. And uh, that's why I'm not rich right now. One day it'll work out for us. We'll make it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm glad we could touch on that a little. I'm glad we had that in common because I kind of felt a little bit of a risk there that I was just going to be saying something completely stupid. So good thing we had that one in common, Blake. And let's go ahead and introduce a little bit of what we got coming up in the show today. Uh, we have the not-so-elementary education, the segment where Blake and I battle in a head-to-head -head duel of elementary-level trivia questions. We've really struggled at this in the past. You know, we're watching Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader to get our inspiration and questions. And it is very difficult today, Blake. Uh, I wish you the best of luck because I got some banger questions. Yeah, I'm I'm terrified. We we've we've seen that in the heat of the moment, both of our brains have gone just absolutely blank. It's oh, yeah. tough when you're put on the spot like this. We're really hoping we can get one of the listeners on the show to do it with us. We'll figure out the best way to format it so you can either play with us or against us. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. So if you think you can do better than us, reach out. We'd love to get you on the pod. And uh, we'll see if we can stump you. Yeah, my idea was, and I'll pitch this to you, Blake. I haven't even told you this yet, but what I was thinking is we could get a guest on to play against whoever wins today. You know, if I win or you win, the reigning champion will then have to battle a guest live on the show. And, you know, I think that'd be pretty fun. I think that'd be pretty entertaining. And so if you're interested in that, just shoot us a DM. We'll send you our recording schedule and get it all lined up. But yeah, we're excited for that segment. But before we get there, Blake, I have one of the pillars of this podcast from the early days was Facebook Marketplace finds. You know, we'd scour Facebook Marketplace, we'd find crazy things, and I see you over there smiling, and I know why, and that is because I couldn't hold this one back. This actually happened to me. I guess it happened to my wife was trying to sell my PlayStation on Facebook Marketplace. And we got, you know, a crazy offer. And I'm going to go ahead and pop that up on the screen so we can uh, see it for our video here real quick. We have a PS4 Slim Bundle with two controllers. 
I was looking for about, you know, a hundred bucks at first. Then I posted it, got oversaturated with like 45 offers. So I decided, what am I going to do here? I'm going to, I'm going to add the price a little bit. And I got a nice DM and it said, would you be interested in a trade? So instantly, you know, when you see like the little, the little line, I'm like, Oh, a trade. I'm all interested. I'm like, I wonder what we got cooking up here. And then it says, I have a hedgehog and a cage and other stuff to get started. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's it's just fantastic when they when they you get offered a hedgehog in trade for a PS4. That's got to be the first hedgehog for PS4 trade in the ex- history of mankind. I mean, it's you sent this to me, and I was really hoping you were going to take it, and that I would get a, a little picture of of your new friend hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you want to see some pictures, just wait because we're going to go a little bit further into the conversation here, and so we'll take a look at that next one here. Clearly. This was my wife texting, by the way. Clearly, she's she's got to see a picture of this hedgehog. We got to make sure it's real, and we got to make sure it's adorable. So we got a picture of the hedgehog next to some McDonald's Happy Meals in a couple of different scenarios. And yeah, sure enough, hedgehog and cage is real. So, you know, at this point, she wants to know what his name is, and the guy responds that it is named Hedgie. And <laughs> I mean, this was just a, a pretty awesome conversation. But at this point, I was alongside my wife and she had kind of told me what was going on. I, I got kind of skeptical. I said, there must be there must be something defective about this hedgehog because I looked up the price. These things retail at 300 to $400. So I was thinking, there's got to be something defective about this hedgehog if they're, they're trying to give it away. And so, and it's, especially when the guy said it was his uh, daughter's hedgehog, you know, wouldn't I, I don't think the PS4 was for his younger daughter, you know, so that kind of seemed like a little bit of a selfish move on that end. And so, yeah, then this guy said he was he was going to be moving so that he thought it would be easier to take the PlayStation 4, I guess, than take the hedgehog. We said that wasn't going to work out for us in the end because we do have a dog. We did not want poor little Hedgie to escape the cage and become a midnight snack for that dog. So we ended up turning down his offer, but he asked us if we know anyone else who is interested in a hedgehog. And so I'll just throw that out there on this episode. If you're interested in a hedgehog, reach out to us and we can put you in touch with somebody that can get you one. Well, if you're interested in a hedgehog and you just so happen to have a PS4 Slim with two controllers that you're willing to trade, that's an important <laughs> important step, I think. But this dude really just wanted the PlayStation 4. He was like, what do I have in this house that I can get rid of? I got to give me a PlayStation. He was wandering around and and heard a little the pitter patter of the cage, and uh, and Hedgie was gone. I mean, he's gonna tell the yeah. his daughter that Hedgie is uh, living on a nice farm in the sky, <laughs> went to live with all of his hedgehog friends, and and really, it's just a a snack for Porter's dog here. No, oh, yeah, I I couldn't do that to the poor little girl when he told me it was his daughter's pet, and he was trying to get rid of it for a PS4. That just felt so selfish to me because I kind of. I mean, maybe they would have, you know, downloaded Sonic the game and played it together on the PS4 in memory of Hedgie, but it just didn't, you know, it didn't feel right that he was trying to trade an animal for a PlayStation, and that's coming from somebody with, you know, could say fairly low morals, so uh, I I definitely... (laughs) Did you just say, share that you have fairly low morals? (laughs) I mean, in terms of... I don't even know what I was trying to say there, but like, PlayStation for Hedgehog, like, I feel terrible for that child, you know? I mean, I'm not the one to maybe, you know, if your kids were begging for a pet, you know, maybe I would just say no instead of say yes. And then as soon as it gets annoying because those things are nocturnal and I bet that wheel was squeaking at night when it was trying to exercise, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't just, you know, be like, oh, yeah, Hedgie, 
Hedgie's got a new home, you know, and dad's gaming for 13 hours a day and not paying attention to you anymore. I think when you, when you sent it to me, my first thought was that this daughter was going to be looking for her hedgehog and she was going to go ask her dad and just, he'd be playing the PlayStation and just be like, hey, yeah, hello, relax. I mean, I was kind of surprised to even like send some photos and stuff. I just imagined that man was so hype. He's like, oh, somebody's taking the bait. He's like, cast the line. I got him on the hook and now we got to reel him in with some cute hedgehog pictures. And then after that, you know, he kept responding, even though the questions were getting a little bit more out of pocket. But yeah, we are not hedgehog parents. We decided not to take the hedgehog deal. And so I yeah, was hoping pull- that at the end of this story, you were going to pull out the hedgehog and show the camera Dang. that you made the trade. I was I was waiting for it. It didn't happen, unfortunately. That would have been sweet. It just runs across the desk. No, it would have been asleep. And that's the problem with the hedgehog. You don't buy nocturnal pets because then they just keep you up at night. I had no idea hedgehogs were nocturnal, so I'm glad that was yeah, like one of the questions in uh, the, <laughs> the next segment. I would have gotten it wrong. Yeah. That's a good segue, though, Blake. I'm glad we could discuss that a little bit. We will be moving on with the Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader like segment coming up right after a brief ad, so stay tuned. With warmer temperatures approaching, there is no better way to cool off than with some authentic Brazilian acai from Bajaca Acai. I lived in Brazil for two years and I fell in love with acai, but when I came back to the U.S., I was pretty disappointed with the quality of the options here. That is until I found Bajaca Acai, which tastes exactly like what they serve in Brazil, because that's exactly what it is. Imported from Brazil and delivered to your doorstep, it is the best treat for summer months. Whether you want it as a healthier alternative to ice cream, or covered in sweet condensed milk like I do, acai is a superfood that is super delicious. If you're interested, visit their Instagram, at Acai. that's B-A-H-A-K-A-A-C-A-I, and send them a DM and let them know that PM in the AM sent you. And we are back. We've got the not-so-elementary education segment coming back. We've got Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader Style questions. And we've got low knowledge. So, Blake, can you walk me through the uh, power-ups that we have as we go through the grades again? Yeah, absolutely. So we have we have two power-ups. The first one is that we can be held back, meaning that we can... You get two questions. Never mind. You get two answers. You can... Take a shot at one. If you get it wrong, you can take another guess and uh, and then go through. The second will be you can enter the transfer portal. So for every grade, we'll give each other an an option of two different subjects for that grade. If you don't like the question that you got for one subject, you can enter the transfer portal and get the question from the others. And then you have one chance again to uh, get that right. And then we each only have one of each of those. And so once we use them, they're gone. So we've used them quite often in the first grade. So hopefully, hopefully we can make it beyond that. I, I feel pretty good about our odds today. So we'll see. But I, I think we'll be doing all right. All right, Blake, do you want to go first since you won the latest bracket or do you want me to go first? You know, I'll ask you a question. I feel like that's the easier part. I want to, uh, you know, just get things going, let my juices start, and then you'll then you can hit me with something. But your first right. grade options are vocab or grammar. Ah, oh, you dirty dog. I knew you were keying in on the ones I hated. Ah, crap. Grammar's... Hmm. Vocab, though. Oh, no. Okay, I'll go with grammar. Let's do it. Okay. Your first grade grammar question is, what word is the subject of the following sentence? The spaceship landed in Jacob's backyard. Subject. 
Is it, was there a subject and a predicate or something? Okay, so yeah, what first step, what is the subject of a sentence in general? <laughs> I, this is a trick question. This is a dirty question because we, we're talking about a spaceship and Jacob. But I think the subject would have to be the spaceship because Jacob's is like referring to his yard unless Jacob's yard is the subject. So I got no idea. You're giving me kind of a funny look. Or is the subject the person in the sentence? I'm giving no such look. Um, this is all up to you. As I go through this, I think the subject has to be the person. So I am going to take Jacob. We really need to get some sound effects in here. I had it right, didn't I? It is the spaceship. The subject The subject of a sentence is what this sentence is about. The sentence is about the spaceship, and it just so happens to be in Jacob's backyard. Freaking Jacob, man. How did he do that to me? <laughs> Dang. I'll give you a, a warm-up ball on that one. Free. Just just so we can keep going. I'll give you a Dang. freebie on we'll that. Just scratch, let's just scratch <laughs> my uh, two guests, because that would have been my second guess. So we'll scratch okay. my that's, held that's back good. on that one. First grade, you have That really takes English. pressure off me. <laughs> no, it does. <laughs> Makes me feel way better. All right, Blake. Do you want English or art? Oh, crap. What could art possibly be you know i feel like it's got to be like colors or something i feel okay with colors so hit me with uh first grade art that was incredible blake so your true or false question is is the color gray a secondary color is the color gray a secondary the color okay i said that it's true or false so uh, the color gray is a secondary color true or false okay oh um yeah that was well let's see the primary colors are Red, blue, and yellow, and I'm pretty sure secondary colors are when you combine those, or it's the ones across on the color wheel. Maybe that's the same thing. I don't know, uh, but no. Either way, I'm going to say gray isn't even on the color wheel, so no, it is not a secondary color. False. How did you know that? I mean, I'm locked in on colors, bro. I told Jay. you. I told you. If it that is color such color. a hard question. <laughs> I thought for sure you were done because even the guy on the episode that I watched. He got out on that one because oh really? It's a hard question. <laughs> yeah, dang. Well, good work. You're through the first grade. No power ups. No nothing. Let's see what else good. you got. I mean, it hit me with more color questions. I got these in the bag. All right, your second grade options are spelling or measurements. Uh, let's go spelling. Why not? Okay. How many times does the letter U appear in the following phrase? The quiet hum of the vacuum. Oh. Does vacuum have two U's or one? Ah, oh, man. The quiet has one hum of the vacuum. So I'm just, if vacuum has two U's, which I, I'm i going to write this down here real quick. I think that's legal. And just so you know, I'm writing this all on the back of employment documents. So my employer is going to see this. No, there's, I think vacuum has to have two N's. That looks crazy. Oh, no. That looks crazy with two U's, dude. That's like vacuum. Is it vacuum or vacuum? Okay, I think it might have two use. I'm going to say four and lock that in because what do I have to lose? <laughs> that is correct. It is four. Vacuum does in fact have two use. <laughs> yes. At first glance, it did not look right, Blake. I will tell you, it looked oh, like man. there was excessive you going on in there. When you started writing it down, I was like, oh, he's got this in the back. Writing it down, you can see it. He'll be all right. And then you started saying, oh, no, as two M's. And I was like, there's no way he's going to miss two in a row. I, it looked <laughs> very wrong the first time I wrote it with two U's until I saw oh. the two M's. And I said, no, it can't be that. That looks so stupid. So then I thought, maybe it's two C's. And so I have four different spellings of vacuum on the back of this employment document that I have to turn in tomorrow, which, but, you know, that's going to be a pretty, uh, 
hopefully they flip it around and like what this guy's an idiot <laughs> all right let's let's move along to your second grade question and so you have world geography or u.s geography or u.s history it's u.s history sorry i forgot to write the category by that one and it was oh, tripping me out i feel better about geography than i do history so i want to go world geography okay true or false Egypt is the only country that the Nile River flows through. Dude, I have no idea. I mean, finally. Uh, I feel like that can't be true. I just feel like you hear enough about the Nile River that... Uh, it's, I don't I, hear much about it. Oh, I'm, I'm hearing all... It's all in the news. It's all the rage nowadays in the Nile. Uh, um, so what you're telling me is if I do... If I get held back and I miss it, it's a guaranteed win because it's true or false. Yeah. All right, I'm going to get held back. I'm using it. I don't feel right. confident. I do not feel confident in this, but I'm going to say no. It flows through more than just Egypt. Okay, before you do that, I'm going to say I've given you two true or false questions, and both of them you've said no, which is not an uh, like that's not an answer choice. Okay, thank you. That is correct. It it goes through a couple other countries that I don't know, but it goes through like five. So yeah, that's yeah, kind of a tricky I, one because it I should just like seems so fake that it could be true. Yeah, I should have trusted my gut, but I was like, I know there's the Dead Sea or whatever in there. I don't know what's flowing in or out, and maybe it just comes straight through Egypt and ends. I didn't want to risk it on second grade question, but now I'm disappointed that I was right and I wasted my power up. I'm glad now we're kind of in the same boat. I mean, technically, I didn't use mine, so you have a tiny, tiny, tiny advantage over me. But let's keep going. Am I going to need my scratch paper again? We'll see. All right, your third grade questions are geography or astronomy yeah i gotta go geography i don't even want to mess with astronomy i know nothing yeah. about orion's belt yeah if, if there's anything i know about you astronomy is not your strong suit which uh how do you know that i don't think we've ever talked about that or it's anything. because i like astronomy when you gave me oh. the astronomy questions i was thrilled oh. and you were like i thought that was hard but it was like oh. not putting planets are there anyways oh. i thought you were like excluding me like yeah you didn't show up to my last telescope club you know, meeting you hate you're astronomy. Not at my telescope parties, you're not. You're not an <laughs> astronomy fan. You're a fake fan. All right. <laughs> Your third grade geography question is: In which U.S. state is the Lincoln Home National Historic Site? Okay, I feel like I know this one, and unfortunately, I don't have my two guests available. But now that I'm thinking about it, you got to remember that not all the states were in play at that point in time. You know, we got the whole West Coast after that, I believe. I believe he was from the North, and I think it's Illinois. But let me ponder that as I'm, you know, walking through. Because if I take a transfer portal here and you ask me what the eighth planet is, I'm not going to know that either. I don't know. Yeah. The fact that, that all you have left is the transfer portal and the subject looming on the other side of that is astronomy. I know. That's you're, daunting. You're probably like just give up now. Staying with the Lincoln Hall Memorial. Why does Illinois sound so right? You know, I'm, as I think about this, I'm going back to Honest Abe, the cartoons I watched as a kid of him walking like eight miles to give the lady a penny after she accidentally overpaid. And I'm trying to think. What would a great state be for that to have occurred in? And I just can't get away from Illinois, but I don't even... Indiana, Illinois? Why does that seem like where he would be from? I don't... Let's go to the transfer portal, Blake, because I have no idea, but I think it was Illinois. Was I right? Do you want me to tell you if you were right, or do you just want to... Yeah, I, I can't get that question anyway. I want to know. It was Illinois. Oh. You you would have been right. Uh, oh. Unfortunately, oh. I, I don't know if things are going to bode well for you here. No. What fraction... Of the eight planets oh. in our solar system, do not have rings. 
Oh, you suck. You are so dirty for this question. Okay. I can tell you, you want a hint? Yeah, I, I, I know, no, I know Saturn has rings. Okay. So I got, first of all, this is a math question and a planet question. So this was a stupid. Okay. So are we counting Pluto or not Pluto? Cause I got to know. Uh, no, it's eight planets. It's what fraction okay. of the eight planets? So from Mercury to uh, Neptune. Okay. So I believe Neptune and Saturn have rings. And so I will say three quarters of the planets do not have rings and one quarter does. Do you want me to give you a hint before you lock it in? Yeah, let's maybe take a... I'll take a nice whisper. Okay. Every planet outside of the asteroid belt has rings. Come on. You're so stupid. <laughs> You thought that was going to be a help for me? Huh. Well, I feel like it's not going to be like three-eighths. Okay, I'll go with uh, five-eighths then. <laughs> you're going from, oh, five-eighths do not. Okay. Do not, uh, yeah. No, you're still, it is one half. Really? There are there are four rocky planets. There's the asteroid belt and then the four gaseous planets that uh, that all have rings of some sort. They're like Jupiter's rings are, are small in comparison to Jupiter, so you don't really see them. But it does, in fact, have rings. Okay, well, uh, unfortunately, that is going to, you know, I am done right here in the third grade, which I believe is worse than last time. I really, I had it, and I don't know where I pulled that fact out about Lincoln, but I had it. I, I didn't was, trust my gut. I was shocked when you said Illinois. I, I did not think you were going to be able to pull Illinois because I, I didn't get that question. But remember, we get these from watching the show. These are all pulled directly from yeah. an episode or an episode or two, depending on how many we need to fill the questions. And uh, I did not know that one. So I was surprised yeah. when you pulled Illinois. Unfortunately, you transferred and that was your downfall. Dang. Well, yeah. I mean, like you said, these have been read by Jeff Foxworthy, the man himself. So I am not putting the blame on you. I know that's just how it falls. We'll see if you can get past the third grade, and maybe we'll just keep going for style points on my end after that. But Blake, your third grade questions are grammar or measurements? I don't do grammar. Give me measurements. Okay. By definition, a cubic meter is a unit of which of the following types of measurement? Length, width, length, or volume? Volume. It's volume. Do you like a cubic meter is volume. Is that your final answer? Yeah. That is correct. Right. Dude, you're sure. I'm starting to realize every time you're killing me at this, so I think there's a pattern. I think you're really good at trivia. We've found a hidden talent here. Well, you know, I uh, I know a bunch of nonsense. I don't know valuable information a lot of the time, but uh, if you feed me a bunch of random questions, I feel like I can do all right. I really haven't wanted to go try a trivia night to see how I can do. I never got around to it. Maybe after uh, this, I, if I can be smarter than a fifth grader, I might have to. I mean, the jury's still out tonight to see if you can do it, Blake. <laughs> so stay hot, my friend. Do you want to you give want... me your questions? Are you saving them for next time? It's all right. I'll, I'll give them to you. Okay. I uh, okay. Would do you want fourth grade math or physical science? <laughs> Let's go physical science. I don't think we've touched that right. category before. It, it is fitting with the question you asked me a bit. When you divide the mass of an object by its volume. What do you get? Mass by volume. Okay, my first thought is, wait, mass by volume? Mm -hmm. You divide the mass by the volume. Dang, I can like literally see myself sitting in a science class doing these <laughs> equations, you know, at some point. And I think mass by volume is velocity. <laughs> no, no, that would be mass and speed. It is. Mass and speed, huh? Dang it. It is. Mass by volume. Density? Well, velocity is basically just speed. Density is the answer. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang, dang, dang. Yeah, that, that makes sense now that I'm thinking about it. I have gotten officially one grade correct tonight. 
and I'm not not feeling too good about myself. All right, Blake, moving along to your fourth grade question. You have U.S. geography or U.S. history. Give me geography. I don't. I don't do history very well. I'm gonna ask what state or something. I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, you you chose the right question. I will say that you did good. Maybe. All right, let's hear it. What state is bordered by the Bering Sea? The heck is the Bering Sea? I don't know. I just watched the episode. I I I. This is maybe the second or third time in my life I'm hearing about the Bering Sea. I do still have the transfer portal though, right? You do. But you said that that was the right the right question to take. Okay, so it's got to be a state on the border. So that eliminates most of them. Bering Sea, I mean, that could be like Alaska, though. I don't know. I'm going to take Alaska. I just feel like that's my best guess. Logan and Greg. Let's go! That was random? You didn't know that? No. So the thing that kind of tipped me off is I've heard of the Bering Strait, which oh. I, I was pretty sure was up in that area. And so maybe I'm making that up, but I just figured the odds that they have a Bering Strait and a Bering Sea are two totally different areas. Was not you never like, seen the, the deadliest catch, the crab fishing show? Is that where it is? Is the they always are like in the Bering Sea? We uh, go to find the crabs. Yeah, yeah no, I had no, no idea, but I made it. So good job. All right, let's see what you got in fifth grade. All right, do you want spelling or animal science? I think since the only question I've got right is spelling, I'm gonna go with it again and make a fool of myself. Okay, spell the following word defined as assisting or intended to assist memory. And the word is mnemonic. And I can write, can I write down on scratch paper? Feel free, feel free. Okay. Mnemonic. Okay, uh, old Jeff Foxworthy did pronounce it mnemonic, but uh, when you put it in Google, it says mnemonic. So I'll roll with that. I'm trying to decide if this is a uh, phony PH word. If this is one where we just threw an irrelevant PH. I think you use that in, in the most... Uh, useless things bracket you did the silent letters mm-hmm. and i'm feeling that right now is uh i think we maybe have some silent letters on the front of this one mnemonic is that what you're saying mnemonic. mnemonic here i'll even uh i'll play it for you here through old google let me get it here for you mnemonic oof i i think i heard him say a ph in there <laughs> no you weren't a silent letter <laughs> i heard it okay <laughs> my final Spelling, and this is the only spelling that I made because there's not even another one that could be right. This is it right here. P-H-N-E-M-O-N-I-C, mnemonic. Okay, so you were right with the silent letter, and you were right in the second half of the word. But you got the wrong silent letter. It is M-N-E-M-O-N-I-C. Mnemonic? (laughs) It's N-M-E, yeah. Oh, N M. When I was listening to the show, I did P-N. As well, oh, and uh, I got it wrong, but that's yeah. Dang man, I am struggling tonight. So yeah, you're definitely gonna be facing off if we have a guest on the show because you need to make us proud, and I am clearly embarrassing us. All right, Blake, you ready for your fifth grade questions? Let's do it. Okay, would you like math or world history? Uh, let's embarrass myself and do math. I'm avoiding history. Okay. I might as well keep the trend going. You might potentially need a pen and paper here. And your question is: A geometric pyramid with three faces and a base has a height of twenty. If the base has an area of 30, what is the volume of that pyramid? I might need a pen and paper. You're absolutely right. Except I don't have one, so we're going to be doing in my head. All right, so you're saying it has a height of 20, it's mm-hmm. a pyramid, Correct. and the, ba- the base has an area of 30? Correct. Well, unfortunately, I don't remember the uh, equations for the volume of a pyramid. Um, you don't use that in your daily life? 
Typically, no. Typically, I've, I avoid that. You're more of a of a circle area of a circle kind of guy. I always need yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Three point four circles. kind of guy. That's uh, that's my jam. <laughs> There's pi involved. I'm there. Pythagorea's theorem. Oh yeah, me and Pythagora hang out all the time. It's shit best pals. <laughs> all right, so let's think about this. So for the sake of everything, I'm gonna say. Did you say it was like? Can you repeat the question? Yeah, I got you. A geometric pyramid with three faces and a base has a height of twenty. If the base has an area of thirty, what is the volume of that pyramid? It's three faces and a base. Okay, so I gotta change my way of thinking about this because I was thinking of like a quadrilateral. Pyramid. Oh, okay. You know, the old, okay. the old Egyptian kinds. Is that a quadrilateral? I thought that was a geometric pyramid. Well, right, but if you're saying it has three faces and a base... Yeah, it's like a triangle. It's, yeah, it's like... I don't even know what to describe it as. I genuinely have no idea. I could sit here and try to do the math in my head, but I don't have any paper to write it out on, and there's a low chance I get it right. So I'll throw out, if it's a height of 20, a base of 30, uh, you know, do the 20 times 30, 600... I'll divide that by three. I'm going to say 200. Yeah. You got Great, it, baby. Yes, no. sir. <laughs> How? I How just, did you know that? I just... You looked I, it up. I know you I just... A, a, I swear an equation. <laughs> I just figured... You made that look so easy. I just figured if I took the whole area as if it was just like a square piece going up, and then I knew I could divide it by two because there's more area missing from what I did than what is there, so I figured... Divided by three and hope for the best. And I mean, I'm a math magician. Oh, that's incredible. You're a math magician. Oh my God. You pulled that out of thin air. How is, I am very impressed, Blake. And you are one question away going through elementary flawlessly tonight. I guess you did use one power up hint to get through, but other than that, you're still alive. You have a transfer portal going into the sixth grade. So you got to feel pretty good about that. Yeah. And, what, uh, what makes me even more upset is that I, uh, I used the one power up, but then I got it right, so I didn't even need it, which is even yeah. more upsetting because I almost, almost had a perfect run. So yeah, almost did. I did have a the bonus question for you. Did you did you want it? Let's save it for next time. I've All embarrassed right. myself enough. So for the sixth grade bonus question, we are in the category of anatomy. Crap, I'm not getting it. I don't do anatomy, bro. How many muscles are in the human body? This is 100% a shot in the dark. I have no idea. 216. I do have a second question if you want to enter the transfer portal. I'll give it to you. Oh, oh, I can. I will enter the transfer mm-hmm. portal. I don't do anatomy. All right. We're going back to math. And this question says, this quadrilateral has four parallel sides. The opposite sides are equal, but the corners do not form right angles. What is this shape? A parallelogram? Did I uh, understand that question? I'm looking, f- I'm looking for the name of the shape, not a describing factor. Okay, will you repeat the question to me then? I don't know. Yeah. This quadrilateral has four parallel sides. The opposite sides are equal, but the corners do not form right angles. What is the shape? Four parallel sides. Opposite sides are equal. To me, that was just a, a parallelogram, so I don't even know what. So you just take the rectangle and you go, and then in that case, I, I don't know. Think the opposite sides are equal, but the corners do not form right angles. Yeah, that's a parallelogram. You're describing a parallelogram. Well, I'll have to look for the definition because that's not the word I have on my what screen. What word do you have? I have it as a rhomboid. Oh, rhomboid. Okay, no. That, yeah. No, let, yeah. is that different? Let me let me look it's it up. A, a, a rhomboid's like a diamond, basically. So, Wrong. yeah, because you said, you said there's four equal sides, huh? Which 
if you take a parallelogram and make all four sides equal, you get a diamond, which is right. So, so it, it, I don't think it's a parallelogram as I do some research. It says a rhomboid. Oh, it is. It is. A rhomboid is a parallelogram in which adjacent sides are not equal and there are no right angles. So I think you were confused on the right angle part, but. Well, overall, the doesn't have right angles. It just has two sides of two different lengths. Like these two sides are the same. Either way, I uh, I was wrong on that one, but I uh, was almost correct. So I'll take it. That was impressive. I got to say, nobody's even really made it through to the bonus round without having like missed or kind of been gifted a couple of answers. And you went straight through a couple of them, like the Bering C one. And the other uh, volume of a geometric pyramid. I can't believe you pulled those out. I'm very impressed. Shots in the dark, but uh, somehow we made it through, so I'll take it. (laughs) If you were playing along at home, let us know how you did. Let us know how you think the questions are. And we would actually like to challenge you to send us an email, send us a DM, and let us know if you think you're ready to go up against Blake. We'd love to have a guest on the next time we do this part of the show. Uh, Blake, you got anything for the listeners on the way out today? No, I just can't wait to see who is brave enough to try to take me on. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. No, I think that was a really fun segment. I, as well, very excited for that. And I just want to congratulate you again on an excellent performance. And let's completely forget about what I just did. It was very embarrassing to both me, my family, and all six of my elementary school teachers. I apologize to them for you know putting a little smudge on their name. They were good teachers. I just clearly didn't grasp a single thing that I was taught. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, and we will catch you guys next. Peace out. Congrats on making it all the way to the end. We hope you enjoyed the show. You are now officially part of the PM and the AM fan base, the morning people, and we are super pumped to have you here. Now that you're a part of the crew, please share the episode with a friend and make sure to check out the rest of our shows and social media content for more hilarious brackets, crazy questions, and an overall great time. Thanks for listening. It truly means a lot to us, and we'll catch you guys next week.